You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. And this is episode 256, the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Soul Forge. That's Samantha, and I'm Sean. Hi, guys. We're recording this just right exactly after last week's episode because we're going to do a few just to get out ahead. But anyway, that's not what's important. What's important this week, our topic is realizing our self-worth and why putting ourselves first is so hard. Yep. Because it is. It's very difficult. Oh, my God. So... I know from my own personal experience, and I'm sure I've talked about it ad nauseum on previous episodes of the podcast, that's the Soulforge podcast, soulforgepodcast.com, that uh, I have not always had the most self-esteem in the world, or felt that attractive, or that good of a person, or worthy of love, or what have you. Oh, there's a million things. So you can relate. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) As a female body image, like, I'm not, by no means am I saying anything about you know, any gender, let's just put it that way, any gender has, you know, body image issues and um, all of that stuff. I, I think every single person goes through that. I think they so. They don't like something about themselves, right. period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then coming to accept that that's just who you are is like one of the hardest things to do. It might be the most difficult. Yeah. I think. Absolutely. Looking at yourself in the mirror is one of the hardest things you will ever do. That's true. Stand there. Try it. And look into your own eyes. Yes. Like, just for five minutes. See if you can last five minutes. I don't think you can. In total silence, just staring into a mirror. That's hard. Yeah. Don't say the Bloody Mary thing. No, that would be bad. Yeah, that that would be bad. (laughs) But, but like like I think what you were getting at, um, all, all the media and the advertising are constantly pounding it into female heads that they're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to like you. You're not tall enough or thin enough or whatever it is. Or you don't have this and you don't have that. So you better get this product to help you. And and sure, the the uh, the advertising is a little bit at, at the men too, but it, it's mostly women. And when you see those Dove commercials, they're always talking about women's self-esteem and, hey, you're okay, you know. So, but it's a billion-dollar business. It is. For it's a reason. Like, for billions sure. and billions. Just buy this face cream and you won't have wrinkles. Absolutely. Here's gray for men, so you don't have uh, gray in your beard. I just started using that stuff. Oh, Not yeah? the hair stuff, yeah. but, like, the stuff for the bags under your eyes and the wrinkles uh, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, caring that that's even a thing. But it, it's constant bombardment. Mm-hmm. Um, and... and Obviously, I've never been a woman, but it's always been that. Like, 
you know when you're a kid and you just remember certain commercials? Mm -hmm. Like the one that's always stuck in my head is the Oil Valet commercial. And I used to repeat it because I saw it so many times. And I can still say it to this day 30 years later. Don't I know you from somewhere? That's original. Emerson, hi, 1975. You were my class. I was your teacher. Miss Fitzhenry? Bugsy Brown. Oil Valet, twice a day, fine lines are visibly reduced. Skin becomes soft and smooth. See? 30 years later. That's just sad. Do you remember that commercial? No. No? <laughs> if, if I can find it on YouTube, I will add it oh, in, goody. Here, in here somewhere. I'm super excited. Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? That's original. Emerson High, 1975. You're in my class. I was your teacher. What's the secret of looking younger? Oil of Olay, twice a day. Fine lines are visibly reduced. Skin becomes soft and smooth. Miss Fitzhenry? Bugsy Brown. Oil of Olay, twice a day. Wow. The secret of looking younger. But that's, that's like the 80s. And even back then and probably before, you're not good enough. You better get your wrinkles under control. You better dye your hair because if anybody sees gray, then they'll think you te you're 10 years older than you are. Yes. But I don't think realizing your self-worth is all about your self-esteem. No. Um, it, it's absolutely attached, but your self-esteem isn't all of what your self-worth is, Like what, right? you, what you look like. Yes. Yeah. Your self-esteem is part of it. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and your image, your self-image, your all of that kind of stuff, for sure. But a lot of it, too, is mentally how you are. Who like, you are inside. Are what? you a good person? Do you feel genuinely right. like a good human being? Like not just what your shell looks like. Yes, it's... not what you portray to other people. Yeah. Or how you portray yourself to other people. Right. That can also be part of, for lack of a better term, your self-esteem, your self-worth. Oh, right? for sure, yeah. How other people see you. You know, like if you weren't here tomorrow, what things would be said that were real? What what do they remember about you? Yes. Right. That guy was a jerk or yeah. that guy had a really nice couch, but he never let me sit on it. Or that guy would give you the shirt off his back. He, he'd always help my grandmother take her groceries up the stairs because they yeah. lived in the same building. That kind of stuff, right? Now, now mostly at a funeral, people are going to say all positive things. That's what I'm saying. But how many positive things do they have? Because not everybody, there's some, there's some pretty bad people out there. There absolutely is, yep. And, you know, so little acts of kindness, I think, go a long way. You never know what someone else is experiencing. Right. So, you know, it's, I believe people should be more mindful of that. And you are always doing stuff for people. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, like you specifically. Um, yeah, <laughs> I do. Yes. Um, I do a lot of that. I think, though, and I've told you this before, um, a lot of the time it's uh, because it makes me happy. Right. When I get to see other people happy, mm -hmm. it makes me happy. Yeah, which makes sense. So, And then I feel a little bit selfish about it because, yes, I'm doing something nice for someone else, but it, it's for my own self-worth. <laughs> but you're not doing it so that other people see you doing it and think you're awesome. Oh, no. Right. Like, nope. you don't record it on social media and God, post no. it. Like, like there's this guy on TikTok who's always asking people for help. And when he finds one that does, he'll, he'll say, oh, actually, no. I just wanted to ask why you would help a stranger like this. And then he gives them, like, money. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Why can't I meet that guy? I don't know where he is, but... Uh, okay. Yeah, he, sometimes he gives out 100 bucks. I've seen him give out 1000 Wow. Usually, usually it's 500 You know, he'll, he'll say, oh... Uh, I just I just have to send a package, but I'm missing a dollar. Could you help me? Like, something like that. Like, not usually a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but, like, even this morning, I paid for the person's stuff behind me in mm-hmm. line. And it's not like I wait. At the drive-thru. Yeah, for them to, you know, come up to me and, and, and thank me. That's not it. The reason I do it is because maybe they'll pay that forward. Or maybe they were just having a bad day and... Most of the time, it's just when I get the feeling to do it. So sometimes it's once a month. Sometimes it's once a week. You know, I never know. It's just when the spirit moves you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So, you know, because, again, doing something little like that can change someone's whole day. Oh, sure it can. Just being polite to someone or smiling and saying, hi, how are you? Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Um, As our listeners will know... Uh, I lived in Timmins for years and years, and I'm a mailman. And the difference between here and uh, here in Sault Marie and Timmins, when when I was delivering the mail there, people weren't friendly. They didn't stop to say hello. But here, everybody's saying hello or nodding or waving. Mm-hmm. Like even the kids are different. Like they're they're so friendly. Hi, Mister Mailman. <laughs> you, you know, and you wouldn't get that back in Timmins. Oh, that's so cute. So it's I don't know what the purpose of that story was, but I I'm not sure. But you you. You decided to go there. Yeah. So. Okay. So that's, uh, that's related to what we were just talking about. But you know it's not related to what we were just talking about? <gasps> I know. I know what it is. What is I'm it? I'm so excited. Yeah? It is an advertisement for another podcast. Where? On the ESO Network. Hey, you know how you don't have any friends? It's fine. The Flopcast will be your friend. Your weird podcast friend. Join us on The Flopcast every week. For a silly conversation about cartoons, music, comic books, chickens, and obscure 80s pop culture trivia that no one, literally no one, could possibly care about. Find us at flopcast.net and on the ESO network. It'll be our little secret. And we're back. That was a great promo. I thought so. Yeah. So if you want to get your self-worth up there, gang then uh, maybe listen to other podcasts to get a wider variety of... Absolutely. uh, The more you know. Yeah. There you go. That's something we knew in the 80s. Yeah. The more you know. With the star. Yes. And the ching. Yes. Whatever sound it was. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly it. And I remember back uh, back in the 80s watching show, all all the, uh, I guess, PSAs uh, between the commercial breaks would always be trying to tell you how good of a person you could be and, and... you know, trying to better yourself. And I don't see that on TV now. No. No. And all the shows were, you know, they were centered around um, kindness and friendship and teamwork. We, we need Mr. Rogers again. That kind of stuff. Like, all of that stuff was always centered. Even the, the fighting ones, there there wasn't death or, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, and He-Man and She-Ra and, and all of that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, there was fighting. Yeah, right. Like, even in the Smurfs, when Gargamel would take the Smurf, but nobody ever really got hurt. No, that's right. Ever. That's exactly right. So. And, and so that made you feel good about who you are as a, as a kid, as yes. a person. But also the little PSA advertisements in between the shows where they were trying to build you up and encouraging you to read or to not do drugs or, oh, or yeah. whatever, make good decisions. <laughs> Just like the more you know with G.I. Joe. Yep. 
after every episode, there'd be a, a little PSA. Yeah, and, you know, he was the great American hero, and that was all war stuff. That's right. And there still wasn't, you know, the stuff that there is today. Exactly. Like, like it's just, the oh my God, some of the death scenes and some of the cartoons are like, from what now, from just now. happened? Right. Like, we didn't have something like The Simpsons. No. Or Family Guy. No, no. Like, R- holy crap. Like, crass and rude stuff. Oh, my. No, everything was way more wholesome yes. back in the 80s. Yeah. And, and even in the 70s with Fat Albert and all, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and even though... The Bill, Little Rascals. Bill Cosby might be a little bit... Uh, oh. <laughs> but, but Fat Albert still holds up. Yep. You know, because he was trying to show that even if you're a big guy you can be popular and or whatever you mm-hmm. know like it didn't matter what you look like no absolutely if you are loving this podcast if you're loving this podcast you should tell a friend about it spread the word about podcasts you think they would enjoy there's something for everyone from entertainment and lifestyle to news and politics and more share it on social media believe it or not some people don't know how great podcasts are or even how to find and listen to them you can help change that with a click tell your friends about your favorite podcast thanks for spreading the word so anyways, yeah, for me, um, realizing my own self-worth has, it, it's the last two years, really. I've been working on it really hard, but... What did you do? It's, well, counseling a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of different counseling. <laughs> a lot of reading books. Okay. Um, and learning meditative tricks and, you know, actually doing some meditation. Mm-hmm. And being grateful for what I have and getting sober. And, you know, like there's just, there's a whole bunch of things that come with it. And and learning to just sit in silence with yourself. That's not easy. No. That's that's why we're filling our lives with distractions so yes. we don't have to think. But I've been, it, that's the thing. In order for you to realize, at least for me, my self-worth, I had to actually pay attention to my thoughts and feelings. Oh, for sure. Like, if you have it, if you're thinking a negative thought, realize that you are. Yes. And change it because yep. thoughts affect your reality. Absolutely, they do. They always affect your reality. Yes. So thoughts can absolutely affect your reality, and I believe that 100 percent. Because if you're in a bad mood, then you bring everybody else around you down. Yeah, you do. Um, at least that's been my experience. No, it's it's true. You can actually see it. I don't like it when people are not. I try very hard to make other people happy because yeah you do you're always doing that it keeps my happiness level up and that could be like what you were talking about earlier seeing helping and making other people happy makes you happy so it's kind of selfish because it helps with the uh yeah the the, the mood stabilizing and and yes just being upbeat all the time because if you're around people who are upbeat you're going to be more upbeat yes so it's a feedback yes yeah and i, I get to realize you know because part of my self-worth for me is being a good person. Don't get me wrong. There's times when I'm absolutely not, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Everybody, I'm sure, has those moments. But on the whole, I like to think that the people around me that I love and that I want to, that that I care what their thoughts and opinions of me are, mm-hmm. genuinely think that I'm good-hearted. Right. So, and that's absolutely important. Of course. But it's more important for me to realize that about myself. Oh, yes, definitely. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but when I was younger, 
I hated who I was. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hated myself. Couldn't stand to look in the mirror. Couldn't stand to think my own thoughts. I don't even know why. Is it because I was the child of a divorce? Was it because I wasn't good in math? I don't know what it was, but I couldn't stand who I was. And somewhere in my late 20s, that went away. And I'm not even sure why. Because you were starting to figure out, your our brains aren't fully developed True. until we're in our mid-20s, right? For the most, like that's a fact. Right. So, and we're constantly evolving and changing yeah. who we are. And, and I always try to be the best person I can. And I know I've made a lot of mistakes and I, I can feel bad about that. And, and that kind of lowers the self-worth as well. But for the most part, I, I try to do good, be a positive influence. Partly why I started the podcast to, to make people realize they're not alone and stuff. But every once in a while, you, you screw up, you make a mistake, you do something petty, mm-hmm. like, like the cheese in the dryer story from episode 39. You'll have to listen to that. But uh, Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I've done stupid things, bad things, petty things, revengeful things, but I've also helped people. Right. So I, I try to do the best that I can. And, and you know, I'll, I'll say, hey, you're doing a good job to some random stranger sometime. I'll say, you can see you've done that once or twice before. You know, something like that. Yeah, nice or, things. Yeah, just to... Uh, it can make their day. You don't know the last time they've had... Praise. Any praise there's, at all. Maybe they never have. And there's not enough of that in the no. world. There's definitely not. Mm-mm. So that's, that's what I do. Just randomly. Not to everybody. It's just when the spirit strikes. Exactly. So. And that's the thing, right? But... Yeah, well, good for you for the change in your 20s. Mine didn't happen until... It might have been actually closer to my mid-30s, but I started working on it. And over the last 10 years, I guess I've started reading more self-help books. and Like, I've always read, but... Yeah. More and more intentionally, like, positive stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I find that to be very important. I do, too. Yeah. I absolutely do. Like, for a while there, my whole shelf is just absolutely filled with... Uh, positivity stuff or or stuff not necessarily that but like um what's what's the one that i'd recommend um oh geez I the how to unfuck yourself no there, yeah there, there's, there's that one that's a good one yeah let that shit go let that shit go anything by mark manson but uh it's the the victor frankel uh holocaust book oh, okay i can't think of what the name is right now but uh hey siri What's the famous book by Viktor Frankl? It didn't listen to you. It didn't hear me. Hey, Siri. What is that famous book by Viktor Frankl called? Okay. I found this on the web for what is that famous book by Viktor Frankl called? Check it out. Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Meaning. Yes, I read that last year. And let me tell you, it was fantastic. And it's it's all about how he maintained a positive attitude while in the concentration camps. Like he was a he was a writer, and he had a whole manuscript that he smuggled in, and he and I guess it got wrecked over the four years that he was there. But he found that the people who died before they were killed, like if they just gave up, mm-hmm. they were always negative. And if you always had a positive attitude, even if you were going through the worst possible times in your life, you're the one that was going to survive. Yes. The the lack of food, the lack of hygiene, the lack of heat, all that stuff. Uh, and there was more to the book than that, but man, search for meaning. I highly recommend it to everybody. Well, absolutely. And plus, when you read something like that, you realize how bad really is your life. Yeah. 
you got to put things into perspective. <laughs> so, and that's another thing that is part of our self-worth in this society, right? Oh, yeah. You have we're, to we're, have the stuff and the things. We're and, spoiled. Yes. And that's why we always say, ha, 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 first world problems. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, all those people in the third world, they can't even eat. Exactly. They don't have running water. Yeah. They don't, yeah. you know. All the things. Like, And here we are pissed off because our two-day Amazon service is late by it a day. It took three days. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, whereas they'd walk into our house and think it was some kind of museum mansion type Paradise thing. Paradise type thing, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Flushing toilet. What the hell is that? Exactly. You know, like. That's right. So, and that's part of our self-worth, but so many people lose sight of what's really important. That's right. And they're always complaining. And, and they're, you know what? You just don't want to be around that negativity sometimes. No, and it's they, horrible. They want to burden you with their problems. Yes. And it does. It really, like physically, I get physically drained. Yes. When I'm around somebody that's negative all the time. Um, I don't, don't get me wrong. Everybody has down days. Of course. And when you're friends with somebody, you talk to them and you, you go through that with them. Right. You try to help them out the best way that you can. But some people don't want help. No. No matter how much advice you give them. Oh, I know. Or, or help or assistance or whatever. Yep. They just want to stay stuck because that's what they know and they can complain about it and they can always be the victim. And, well, but plus it's a safe space. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I, I've been there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and I didn't, for me, I didn't want to play the victim because I didn't talk to anybody about the stuff that was going on with me when I was in situations where I knew my self-worth wasn't being optimized right. by any means. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you just have to, I don't know, I just, I never got there with certain things and I hated it. Yeah. I hated myself for it. I mm-hmm. hated you know, for sure, I get it. Because I was always putting everyone and everything else in front of me. So you didn't deserve good things to nope. your, for yourself. No. That's like when I was looking for a new car last year. I was like, well, I should I should buy a, a used vehicle instead of something brand new because I don't deserve to have good things. Because I was driving that old nine year old car that uh, was falling apart, but uh, I was comfortable in it, and I knew what it was, but I didn't feel like I deserved to have something good and modern and new, and then. I realized that was stupid thinking. Yeah. I, I pulled myself right out of it. I'm like, why am I even having these thoughts? Good. And that's the hardest thing to do. It really is. Put the brakes on and turn it around. Yep. When you get stuck in your own head. Yeah. It, that's that's it. When you are stuck in your own head, it is it's like a labyrinth in there. Oh yeah. You to navigate your way out of that, you need to use all the tricks and all the stops and whether it's meditation or self help yeah. or just thinking or, or just just taking a breath yes mm-hmm. giving yourself a minute to yeah. process just monitor your own thoughts like so many people don't process things anymore people they are just react yeah it's automatic it, so when you actually take the time to think about something before you open your mouth maybe then you wouldn't say some things that make you feel like your self-worth has being brought down so be a little bit more self-aware that's yes if we could all be more self-aware, in my opinion, mm-hmm. then stuff would be better. And we could monitor our thoughts as we're having them instead of just spewing out whatever, you know, and that's how you get into trouble, by uh, speaking before you think. Yes. And then that's how you hurt people. Yes. And then you feel bad, and it affects your self-worth, and it's theirs. And yeah, it's, so it's a, 
You and never... some things you can't take back. Exactly. So you got to be careful. Yes, some things when you say them. I'm sure it's happened to the majority, if not all, of your listeners. Oh, yeah. When you say something that is just, it cuts you through your heart, that's a hard thing to get over. It totally is. Even after the I'm sorry's. Yeah, that's right. Because what did they say? The best uh, apology is changed behavior? Yes. Right. Yep. And when you change your behavior, you you, you internalize that. And if it's positive, you, you feel it. Absolutely. And you become a better person. Yep. So there you go. I think that that's the best way to do it. You you're the only one who can make you better exactly you're and that's just it other people and i've done it i've i've looked for my self-worth in everyone else that's why i was so giving all of the time Mm -hmm. of my time of my things of, of of my everything yeah you know because then I can feel something, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's how I got my self-worth. Right. Instead of getting it from myself. Um, so I was always getting hurt in the end. Of course. And that affected your own self-esteem. Oh, and God, all yeah. all the things. Oh, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So what, what have we learned, basically, from this conversation? That we need to put ourselves first. Yes. In order to achieve any kind of self-worth, which includes self-esteem, which includes, you know, your mental health thoughts and, you know, how you treat other people. And it just, it affects so many things. It certainly does. Well said. So realize your self-worth. Well, well you can, because some people never do, and, and, and it's sad. And other people's opinions are, are not necessarily, no. what, what, what am I trying to say here? They're not... Uh, They're like assholes. Everybody has one. That's right. So don't worry about what other people think. Just be happy with who you are, kind of thing. Yeah. If it's something that makes you happy, do it. Just as long as it's legal. Well, that's... That's, that's what I mean. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yes. That's important. All right. So that was a good episode. I agree. Thanks for being a co-host again. Anytime. All right. So listeners, uh, don't forget to check out the Etsy shop, Rusted Robot Toys. Check out TikTok at Soulforge Podcast. Leave a review in the iTunes store of your choice. Take care of yourselves and each other. And remember, I'm sorry, I can't carry your shit right now. I've got my own. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. yours? No, I... Your mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have... Must have what? Look, Dad, it's not... Where did you get it? Dad, Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.